Greg Davis here. We are back in here just after 5.30 on this Wednesday evening. Be careful out there. There are some um, some spotty, strong storms. It's not raining many places, but if you're in one of these uh, shower storms coming across, they can be a little heavy. So uh, be careful out there, everybody, during this rush hour time of the day. Uh, you've been hearing uh, the voice of James Spann talking about the Alabama Baptist Children's Home and Family Ministries. Uh, very excited to let you know more about them. Did you know there's 6,000 children in our state's foster care system? Uh, big need. And uh, every one of them uh, needs placement. They need a home to be in. Uh, and adoption, of course, is a, is a can be an ultimate uh, goal for that. Some of them eventually will wind, wind up back with their, uh, with their own family, uh, their blood family. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, they need uh, foster care. And so uh, you can be involved in that. Not everybody can foster. Uh, not every family set up for that or can do that. But we can all get involved one way or another. And uh, you can partner with uh, Alabama's largest faith-based foster care group. And that is the Alabama Baptist Children's Home and Family Ministries. $40 a day um, cares for a child. $40 a day. Would you uh, make a donation and uh, help care for a child? Alabama Baptist Children's Home. Uh, go to alabamachild.org and then slash radio, and that'll take you directly to the page there where you can donate. Uh, alabamachild.org. It's easy to remember. Slash radio. And uh, that'll be set up just for our listeners, so they'll know, our radio listeners, so they'll know uh, you'll, you'll find the right place where you can make those $40 donations, okay? Alabamachild.org slash radio. We don't ask for a lot out of you directly. But this is important, and uh, there is a great pressing need. And uh, the kind of people that, that uh, value good news and Christian values also value uh, life and the, the need to take care of life. And uh, i, I got to be honest with you, the foster care situation is just going to become uh, more and more needful as uh, we have less abortions in our state. So for all of us who are pro-life, uh, now's the chance to step in and make a difference. And uh, get involved, be a foster parent, uh, parent, would love for you to do that, or adopt, would love for you to do that. But in the meantime, or if you can't do that, make a donation, alabamachild.org slash radio. Okay, you hear us talk a good bit about uh, the gambling issue, when it's pressing, when it's needed. I honestly get tired of talking about it, but uh, we have to uh, because we have to sort of uh, give another perspective of what's going on uh, here in the state when it comes to uh, gambling. I, I do believe and I, I honestly kind of know that there's going to be a big emphasis emphasis on uh, expanding and legalizing gambling here in the state next spring. But it's happening now, but it's going to sort of come to fruition next spring. And so uh, I think it was about two weeks ago I broke down a lot of this. You remember uh, Representative Andy Witt? I really like Andy Witt out of uh, Athens. He... Um, you know, had uh, put a letter out and was inviting uh, legislators to tour Jefferson County with him and go to some of these, uh, you know, they've got business license, but they're doing, uh, they're, that they're uh, having illegal uh, gambling in their uh, in their premises to go around and visit some of these. That visit didn't happen that weekend because some of them got sick. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the letter that he put out, you know, basically said there's organized crime here in the state um, and, you know, we've got to do something about it. Well, um, Speaker Ledbetter, who's uh, you know out of Rainsville, I, I, I like Speaker Ledbetter. I've uh, had conversations with him one-on-one. I've been in his office. 
Uh, matter of fact, I'll be up in uh, Rainsville coming up in October. I've been at several churches up there, and I'll be at uh, uh, one of the churches up there coming up in October again, right in his home area. Hope to see him while I'm there. Um, he uh, was on Capital Journal, which is uh, a show that comes on PBS, and uh, Todd Stacy hosts that and does a good job, does a really good job. It's kind of like your Meet the Press for Alabama, and he has the, the newsmakers on there. And so Speaker was on there this week, and Todd Stacy asked him about gambling. And we heard a lot of the same talking points that we've heard before. And uh, l- let me let you hear them, and I'm going to sort of stop it and comment as we go. I don't, I don't want to play the whole thing and then try to go back. I'm just going to stop it as we go and just sort of fill in the gaps for you here and give a different perspective uh, to some of this. Not all of it, but to some of it. Um, I, I like Speaker Ledbetter. Uh, and this is, you know, I'm not... Uh, not trying to criticize him at all. He's coming at it from his perspective, and I come at it from my perspective. Uh, here is uh, some of the comments that were made. You'll hear the question. This is Capital Journal, Todd Stacy, and Speaker Ledbetter. Here we go. Um, searching for what's going to happen. You've got this ad hoc uh, committee that's been meeting about gambling. Right. Now, that's the committee that uh, Representative Wit that I just mentioned is, is heading up. He's the head of the uh, tourism committee. So it, it, that would be the right thing for him to do. Actually, kind of testing the waters, f- feeling, okay, what might be feasible for the House to pass on lottery, on regulating casinos, on the sports betting thing? Now, let's mention the, the House has not voted on gambling anytime recently. The Senate has. The Senate has passed two comprehensive gambling packages uh, that would be casino, sports bettings, and, and lottery uh, type operation. And the House has not done it. You, you had a, uh, a, you know, you had different leadership and it just never got there, never would do it. The Senate has passed it twice um, in uh, 20 and, uh, well, no, what was it, 19 and 21, I think was right. Um, and so they've passed it, but the House never has. So the Senate's looking to the House saying, hey, do something. We're tired of getting hung out here on it, passing something, then you guys never deal with it. Different leadership at that time now, remember. But uh, so they're looking to the House. You guys do something and bring it to us this time. What's the latest you've heard from them? And do you, do you see something, a product coming maybe for next session? Yeah, I think, you know, they've done a tremendous job. And Chairman Witt has really worked hard at it. His committee's worked hard. I hadn't got the final report. He has given me updates. I think the most shocking thing to me, you know, we've talked about this last time, and there was like 30 illegal operations maybe. Well, by the time we got through, somebody said, well, maybe there's 70 now. And Now, that's illegal gambling in the state. Those are people who are just absolutely breaking the law. There's no question about it. The Supreme Court has ruled on it over and over and over again. Most of these are the electronic bingo, basically just slot machines is what they are. They are illegal. And wow, are these like little bingo? Yeah, a little. I, mean, I, I don't say bingo. They're really slot machines. Yeah, yeah. And, and some of them's behind shopping goes or yeah. quick marks or stuff like that. In other words, there you go in, it's a convenience store or something else, and then they've got them in the back. Not all of them are that way, though. That That's some places, but I'll say uh, there, there are some counties where the, it's wide open. They're just flaunting it. they got signs out front telling you what it is. They're flaunting the law. And come to find out, one county's got more than 67. So One, one county's got 67, he says. We, we know how many there are. 
Now, I don't know what county he's speaking of. I, I would assume it's Jefferson County because they're everywhere in Jefferson County. That's the county that uh, Representative Witt was going to take uh, the group around and go visit was in Jefferson County. So I'm assuming he's talking about Jefferson County because uh, the law's not being enforced and business licenses are being given to these places and uh, they're operating illegally. And you remember uh, the Attorney General busted up 14 of them with, with Fed agents uh, back in the spring. With Fed agents, not, not with Alabama law enforcement or with sheriffs, but with federal agents. He had to work with the feds to even get this done, to go in and, uh, and basically enforce the law, people that were flaunting uh, our laws. One county had more than what we thought was in the state. So all we're finding, just about every county has got some illegal gaming operation. You know, and you know he has worked really hard. He's he's went with the sheriffs and said, "Can you show me something? Can you tell me?" And and he's had a pretty good response from some of the sheriffs around the state. But the problem with it is now, the where we're at today, if we do not do something about it and regulate it, then all right. Now, key word there. He said, "If we got to do something about it, because they've let it get to a point." His his thought thinking is, "We've let it get to a point now to where we got to do something." we got to regulate it. Now, regulate implies legalize. Okay, you, you regulate something that's legal. You enforce the law when someone's breaking it. So uh, notice the subtle words here. You know, and I'm not trying to put words in his mouth, but that's what that means. You, government regulates things, okay, and taxes them. That's what they do. All we do is enabling illegal gambling and it's gotten so rampant until we do something about it it's a it's a little scary because it's it's a it's almost organization that's going to be a, a legal organization like a crime organization that's running these operations now that's exactly right you remember the letter that representative witt sent out he said it's like organized crime so there's your chairman and here's your speaker telling you that basically we've got organized crime here in the state of Alabama built in around these illegal gambling operations. So what's the solution? we got to do something. Regulate. You've heard that. What's the solution? And, you know, it's without the true regulations, without a, a commission to kind of support it and try to stop them, it's going to continue to grow. And listen, let's be honest. So we need a commission as well, a whole other government uh, bureaucracy um, to to go and regulate these operations. Um, let me just go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. Uh, I'm for enforcing the law as it is. Now, if we want to change the law, that's a different story. But we've got to enforce the law. People are flaunting our law. They've got billboards saying we're breaking the law. And we're not enforcing the law. So I'm afraid what's going to happen is that we're going to uh, come back and we're going to legalize so we can regulate. And when we legalize, we're going to tell the people who have been breaking the law all of this time, um, hey, here you go. We just You broke the law. You hadn't been paying taxes. Uh, you've been doing something illegal. And now we're just going to legalize it for you. Where is that right in this state of Alabama? That sounds like, if that's where we're going, that sounds like something you'd expect out of California or New York. 
well, we're just overwhelmed with it. There's nothing else we can do. Let's just quit enforcing the law. Now, oh man, everybody's doing it. Let's just regulate it. It's it's normalized to legalize. You guys hear me say it all the time. Yeah, honest. There's more out there than what the attorney general can address. So I do think with regulations, there's got to be an enforcement piece with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, he's kind of playing whack-a-mole. That's right? all, I see it. I mean, that's exactly what he's doing, and it's it's not easy to try to control. I mean, you know, with no different what the penalties are, they can shut down, take their machines out. Two weeks later, they'll be running again. And yeah, and that, that's the big problem. Um, and he did say some enforcement in there, but he sees that coming through a separate commission. Uh, we've got law enforcement in this state. We've got Aaliyah. Uh, that would be more than happy to go out and enforce the law. I, I, I guarantee you, Aaliyah would love to go and enforce the law in all of these communities, but they're not allowed to do so. I don't blame uh, Chairman Witt. I don't blame Speaker Ledbetter for that. Um, could, could the uh, legislators put a harder push on enforcement? Yes. To the governor? Yes. But ultimately... The, govern, the governor needs to uh, give Aaliyah the authority and the resources to go out and enforce the law. Uh, governor Ivey has not done it. The attorney general had to work with the feds to do what he did. She's not done it. Robert Bentley did not do it. Uh, there was a task force under Bob Riley. But, of course, you'll remember when Robert Bentley came in, he did away with it. And the law hasn't been enforced, basically, since then from a state level. Just hasn't. It's just running rampant, and we've, got, and we've allowed organized crime to be here in our state. And, uh, you know, what's, what's organized crime? It's corruption. And so many of the sheriffs are uh, bought off. And the way you get elected is uh, by being part of this organized crime. That's how you become the sheriff. And so the sheriffs are not enforcing the law. Uh, or Actually, the sheriffs may enforce the law. They go shut down some people, but then they help others get open so they can be on the back side of that one. It, it is a corrupt deal. And uh, if we think that legalizing this is going to clean it all up, boy, we are very naive. Very naive. This is organized crime. It, you've heard it from two of our top-ranking officials in the state. All right, let's finish it up. And in the same stores because the penalties just aren't stiff enough. So I think regulation— Well, yeah, and he talked about the penalties not being stiff enough. Did, did you know this? It's only a misdemeanor in this state. You can run one of these illegal crime operations, one of these slot machine places that are absolutely illegal, and it's a misdemeanor. And like he said, they pay the fine. Two weeks later, they're open again. It's just cost of doing business. It's a misdemeanor. It should be much more serious than a misdemeanor if you're going to flaunt the law like this and be a part of an organized crime racket. Is a big key to it. And let's face it, you know, we've got gambling already, gambling already in our state. We have had for a number of years. I think it's time that we regulated it. Quit giving the illegals the opportunity to really take money from more and more citizens in Alabama because that's what's happening. Mm. Well, also in the department. Well, and <laughs> you, you legalize it, that's going to continue to happen. And the same people who are breaking the law now will either uh, get in under the law and, and be given a legal monopoly on this, 
In other words, hey, you can have a casino, but you can't have a casino. Look, they're not going to let you set up a casino. They're not going to let me set up a casino. We'd be in trouble. The people who have been breaking the law are going to be the people who are going to get the contracts to run legal casinos across our state. We're going to reward the people who broke the law. We're going to pick and choose the people who get to run a casino and make all of this money and take this money from Alabamians. Every dollar lost gambling is money that's not invested in our state. And it will hurt our economy. It will hurt small businesses. Uh, It will hurt our churches and our ministries. It will hurt our families. And, uh, you know, I, I can't read all into this, but it just seems to me that far too many think that the answer to this is regulate it, which means legalize it. And uh, that's like grabbing a tiger by the tail and thinking you're going to control it. Do you think these folks that break the law now are going to line up to follow the law and pay taxes? They're not paying taxes now. You think they're going to line up to pay taxes? They're going to keep breaking the law. And uh, you're going to have to enforce the law anyway. So let's enforce the law as it is now. And if we want to change the law, that's a totally different discussion. This is a law and order issue in the state of Alabama now. And I'm calling on the governor and all the way down. We need to get behind and do enforcement. We need to increase the penalties and do enforcement. You make this a felony. Uh, some of these folks that are running these little uh, store where they got it you know, back behind a curtain in the convenience store, got a couple of machines back there, you make it a felony with prison time, they'll shut those down. All right, we'll be right back. Are you ready to make a difference in your community? I have the answer for you. Just $40 can provide one day of care for a foster child in Alabama. You can help kids like Kaylee, who clapped and cheered after entering her foster home when she saw cans of food in the pantry. She happily exclaimed to her sister they would no longer be hungry. Not everyone is called to be a foster parent, but everyone can do something. By giving to the Alabama Baptist Children's Home, you're giving to the state's largest faith-based foster care provider. To help vulnerable foster kids in your hometown find hope and healing, visit alabamachild.org radio. That's alabamachild.org radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Gary Chapman, author of The Five Love Languages, and you're listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. It's five minutes till five, Wednesday evening. Uh, Joy Wassell with us next hour for the greater part of the hour. Uh, She'll be in here about uh, 6.15, and uh, we'll talk through uh, decisions, choices, and options, what's going on with our kids, uh, sex ed, um, all the phones and everything, all the dangers. My goodness, uh, we'll get into all of that. She's got a special event coming up soon as well. We'll let you know, hey, you can get your community involved. Uh, You heard Gary Chapman coming back from break there, and he was scheduled to be with us uh, this week. Uh, But I got word today that uh, he's had something come up, and we had to move that. So it's going to be a little later in September. Gary Chapman back with us, uh, author of The Five Love Languages. Uh, I think it's in about two weeks or so he'll be with us. So uh, always looking forward to a visit with Dr. Gary Chapman. Uh, This week, though, uh, before the week's out, uh, we're going to 
uh, visit with Mr. George Barnum. Of course, you know him as uh, one of the leading uh, researchers of the last generation concerning a church and culture. And so George Barnum back on the program this week as well. Okay, just cleaning up the final uh, parts of this on the, on the gambling. Uh, I talked a lot about the casinos and stuff. Um, and, of course, uh, you know, lottery is what, you know, people say is the most popular. You know, that's that's what, you know, has got overwhelming support, they say, in Alabama, you know, a lottery. And the problem is when you talk about a lottery, everybody's got their own idea of what a lottery is. You know, for some of you, for most people, I think that they think that means just, you know, when you stop and get gas, you can, you know, buy some tickets or some scratch-offs or whatever. I don't ever buy them, so I'm not, I'm not an expert on them. But, um, look, depending on the definition of lottery, you know, we always tell you the left is really good at definitions. <laughs> and uh, lottery can mean a lot of different things. For instance, um, I've got a link here. You can look at it. It's valottery.com. This is the state of Virginia's lottery, valottery.com. Go there and look at it. Uh, all of this falls underneath a lottery. This isn't just stop by the store. These are online games. Now they got the Powerball there. Uh, it's uh, 461 million uh, now, but uh, then they've got a hundred thousand cash harvest raffle. Then they've got uh, games like Coins of the Titans. It, you can play for up ten cents, up to thirty dollars. Then they've got the Jackpot Spectacular. 50 cents to $50. Uh, then you got the lamp, they call it. It's 50 cents to $30. And there's several of those. Western Winds. Uh, you can play Monopoly online. Now, these are games like on your, on your phone. Marvelous Money, Vegas Nights, Bison Stampede. All these as low as a dime to a quarter, up to $30, $50, uh, And then you got prize money. Say this is $0.05 cents to $2 you can play. And the prize money... The top prize money is $50,000. So you can put a nickel down and you can win $50,000. That's what they're saying. Um, look, and there, there's dozens of these games on there. And, uh, you know, all of us have probably had these little games on our phone. You know, you play them when you're bored or something. You know how addictive they can become, you know, just trying to win. Well, can you imagine that? The money that could be just uh, lost on these games? The Magnificent Multiplier, the Cash Buster Multiplier, the Jeweled Scarab, Vegas Wilds, Kino Multiplier, uh, the Queen of Diamonds, and the, all of these games, Gone Fishing, uh, Bonus Wheel, Quick Six, uh, Casino Multiplier, there's dozens and dozens and dozens of them. They start low and they go all the way up um, to, to more and more money more and more risk and they're all on your phone this is all under a lottery the virginia lottery go look at it valottery.com so when we're talking about hey we want a lottery what do we really want are you wanting to stop at the store and uh, buy scratch offs so people won't go across the state lines or is this what you want all right top of the hour i'll be right back on the other side enjoy wassell joins us during the second hour 